This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Before we start today, we have a request. If you are genuinely enjoying what we do here on the show, then please leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast app. It really helps us to grow the podcast and ensures it will bring you great marketing tips and advice each week. Now, today, I'm joined by Morat Yatan, Senior SEO Manager at Global Savings Group and a freelance SEO consultant. Morat, how are you doing? Hi, Andy. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm very, very well. And it's really nice to have you on the show again. If, I, uh, if I'm if i not mistaken, the last time you were on the show was back in September last year. And uh, you were talking about the five pillars of high quality content marketing, which was a jolly nice show, I seem to remember. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. And um, so just for our people that don't know you, haven't heard that, just remind us, tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Of course. So uh, my name is Murat. And I'm an international SEO consultant with uh, more than like 10 years of experience in SEO and UX in general. And five years of that experience is coming from uh, my uh, senior product analyst role in Google search quality team in Google Ireland. Uh, so I was involved in many sub different like sub teams of Google. I was fighting against spam by finding out uh, spam uh, examples in indexes yeah. and then uh, scaling up the manual spam fighting on an automated level uh, to uh, penalize them and get rid of the low-code results in the search engine result pages. But apart from that, I also gained a lot of uh, experience on technical SEO and high-quality content strategy creation and also outreaching to webmasters and international SEO throughout my uh, three, four years uh, consulting experience. So I'm currently living in Munich, Germany, and working for a rocket uh, internet startup called uh, Global Savings Group as a senior SEO manager. And what I basically do is like with a specific focus of uh, technical SEO and offsite quality, I foresee all the strategies for more than 100 uh, domains that we have. And I'm also a member of advisory board for two startups from Turkey. One is actually now in San Francisco, KTH and Indicera. Mm-hmm. And I'm helping them with their growth strategies and technical consultancy uh, issues. I also have been a judge for UK and MANA Search Awards since 2016. Fantastic. Now, today's subject is, is quite an interesting one. It's um, mobile-first indexing. And um, let's just talk about what that means because I know it's not just a technical thing it's more of a philosophy from Google as well isn't it well that's 100% true because what is happening what's going to happen with the mobile first indexing is that we have to go a little bit back on see what is currently going on with Google so Google crawls the web from desktop user point of view and they index those pages based on the desktop version currently mm-hmm. so but being mobile friendly of course improves the site's uh, SEO like because the actual content of a Mobile page is getting picked up, but currently, even for mobile indexation and rankings, Google used the desktop version of the site. Uh-huh. But, but recently, Google said for, like, just because the mobile usage has started overtaking the, the desktop use, Google says that in 2016, we are going to go for uh, mobile-first indexing. So like going back a little bit of what has happened throughout the couple of years is that even I can see uh, from the sites that I have access to their search and console analytics, like almost 30 and 40% of their traffic is coming from mobile devices. 
Mm. And in 2015, Google said, like, in 10 countries around the world, mobile devices overruled the desktop uh, computers uh, by regard of the organic traffic. And in 2016, uh, it was also reported that half of worldwide internet usage is conducted by smartphones and tablets. So that also shows that there is no slowing down on mobile science. That's why Google wanted to go more mobile, switching to mobile first indexing. So, and which is going to happen is that Google will crawl the web from a mobile point of view only, and that means it will index and rank the sites based on their mobile versions instead of looking their desktop versions. Yeah. Being, being a, a geeky technical person that I am, I'm just curious um, more about how it does it. Does it sort of send some header in the HTTP request to, to trick the site that it's a mobile phone looking at it or something like that? Yeah, so um, it's going to be like uh, Google is not going to understand like everything from a mobile bot they use. So they are going to crawl your site by mobile bots only. They're going to understand and rent your site with mobile caffeine, and then they're going to index your site in the mobile index. Yeah, and they will like they will need to understand how your mobile settings are, and if you are providing a good user experience within uh, the mobile devices that connect to your site. So what does it mean then for, I mean, we'll come on to sort of what we need to do about it, but I'm sort of what, more sort of globally, what does it mean, um, you know, for someone that maybe is managing lots of websites? Um, what, what do you need to be aware of? Yeah, first of all, uh, most of the um, site owners and webmasters and co-founders of startups and senior um, people in enterprises, they, they got panicked about this one. They are like, oh, everything is going to be mobile, so we just need to focus on mobile now. But that's partly true, because all the change is not going to happen immediately, first of all. I mean, Google keeps saying that in many roadshows, many conferences, uh, Google uh, employees say it's going to happen in somewhere in 2018, because they want to make sure that many sites are ready for that switch. And, for example, they are changing the search console, and I have access to the new search console on one of my sites, and I've seen that they are actually doing more mobile friendliness, even with their tools, because the current search console is not mobile friendly. If you open it on a mobile device, it's still like being served with desktop, but the new one is amazing, so it's definitely responsible stuff. So Google aims for a they, what they say is like quality neutral launch for mobile first index. That means they will not roll out the new indexing strategy entirely. So they will need to see a really great results from their tests, first of all. That means your website is not going to disappear from Google Index, even if you don't have a, a mobile friendly and ready site by, that, by the time of mobile ready, uh, mobile first indexing is going to launch. So Google is going to index your desktop site from a mobile user perspective for now. That's what it is about, like, mobile-first indexing. Because it's not going to happen straight away, is it, uh, Murat? Is it, is it kicking in, is it early next year or middle next year? Well, from what I understand, they started to do it already. Ah. But they are only doing it for a couple sites that they are they choose. I don't know how, how they choose those sites, but I know that they already started doing these experiments. Uh, but I think uh, if they see the tests are coming up with good results, I think they are going to do it in somewhere in the middle of uh, 2018 or a little bit earlier than in the middle of 2018. And presumably, I think you alluded to this earlier, the, those sort of tests they're doing at the moment, they're going to be using the data from those tests to sort of hone the... Um 
the sort of algorithm they use, I guess, when they when they do roll that next year? Yeah, currently they are using a caffeine indexation, and it is doing everything calculated by desktop settings. So they are definitely changing it for mobile settings, but they want to be sure that they don't. I mean, the search engine result pages are high quality because they don't want to show only mobile-friendly sites that doesn't have a great content, but just because they are mobile-ready, they are showing it on top results is not that they, something they want. They want to show really good, great results for users. That's why they need to be sure that, um, let's say, a good number of the websites are ready for this. Now, I can almost um, hear our listeners sort of fidgeting with um, slight panic <laughs> about this This. Yeah. Uh, um, it's not really a change. It's like a, a new way of, of, uh, of indexing, isn't it, that's going to come in next year. What do people need to do to prepare to be sort of mobile first ready? Now, that's a great question because first thing, as I mentioned, no panic is needed uh, for preparation. But uh, it's because like uh, many sites will not be affected by this strategy because this update is about improving the user experience on mobile. And so the problem is, most of the mobile sites, I mean, many of them are still hard to access uh, because they are poorly structured and their content is lighter than the desktop version. Mm. So sites like this, unfortunately, will have a negative impact on organic search with the new strategy. But on the other hand, mobile sites that provide same quality and user experience is their mobile version. There's not much of uh, worry that they need to have about the mobile first indexing mm. because uh, for example if they are using responsive design then they are partly almost ready for this because their sites cold and the content is kind of like consistent with within all the devices that yes. people use to access yes. about if your website is on dynamic serving or your website is has a definite the different and separate uh, mobile serving then there are some ways you need to improve your site's mobile first indexing launch, so before the launch. So there are certain things that you need to do. Yeah, there's, it's very powerful, isn't it? Uh, sort of content that adjusts to the, uh, it's called, called the viewport size, isn't it? When it's, uh, it realizes, oh, I'm being looked at by a, by a mobile phone here or a tablet. And it just uses sort of origami to fold the content in a slightly more pleasing way. But it's still all there, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of the things, uh, definitely. So, for example, they need to look into Search Console and Google Analytics to understand how many of the actually users coming from the organic search is coming via mobile or tablet devices. So, and then you need to do certain tests. Like, let's say, let's say 90% is coming from mobile. Yeah, that's great. But then you need to understand what type of devices people use. For example, if their uh, view setting is above like 320x260 uh, that's a small little uh, early iphone yeah. and you need to be sure that your site is still active still can be seen still gives a good user experience on that page so yeah. the, the viewports are really important but with responsive they are already taken care of. but with dynamic search serving and separate mobile sites you need to pay a lot of attention yeah it really highlights the importance of testing isn't it on different devices yeah so um, for our users then, what, what are some things that they need to do to keep ranking in mobile first world? Well, there's lots of things to mention. But first, as I said, like using responsive design is highly recommended because it keeps your site really consistent no matter what device people use to browse your site because the HTML stays the exact same. But only thing that changes the CSS, so it looks nice on the various uh, sizes of the screens that people are using your website on the browsers. Yeah. So 
I mean, responsive design is the most practical way. But there are, I mean, other things you need to pay attention, especially about the contents, because um, you need to be sure that your mobile content is the same as your desktop content. Because most of the people uh, scale back their content to fit into a smaller screen, but that will result with having less content with fewer significant coverage about the topic you are writing on the page. Yeah. So that's why you need to make sure that the red content on your site is clearly labeled and easy to find. So because uh, you will have a limited real estate on the page, that's why you definitely need to wrap up, I mean, wrap some content, like hide some content, but you need also be 100% sure that you don't piss the users with this. Mm. So you need to show very, uh, how do you say, uh, important signals to user that how they can actually open up that content and hide the content again. So, but another thing about paying attention is technicality. So we need to take time to ensure that the site structure is really good. So, I mean, that means users need to be uh, easily navigate on the site and locate different pages with ease. So that's why, that's why people need to check their internal links. So they need to be sure that they work correctly because without good internal links, the page rank doesn't flow very well. And also the website might, might not get crawled very well, which will definitely cause some indexation issues. Yes. And the last thing is that Google says as well, like John Miller was highlighting this. I mean, we need to take a look at the structured data usage on mobile pages. So um, using correct uh, data types like markups and structured data types uh, and helpful ones uh, will definitely help Google to create these rich snippets for the SERP. So you, don't, you, you might not want to miss the opportunity also in mobile. Now, you've alluded to um, sort of drilling down to a slightly more technical level on that last point. And I was just wondering, from a technical level, how can we make sure that Google can easily find and index our mobile sites? Well, that's the most important point we need to highlight in the, uh, this uh, podcast, because the only thing you have to do is to test, do a lot of tests. And fortunately, Google is providing the Search Console. So the first thing is that you need to verify your site on the Search Console, because this makes it very easy for Google to crawl and index your site if you are verified in the Search Console and do the tests. So in order to make sure that the mobile site is, is improved, the way that Google requires the mobile first indexing is that to run some tests on the Search Console. So the first test is that to click on mobile friendly test tool and see the mobile friendly score that you have. See if there is an error you need to fix. Then the second thing is that Google also provided structured data testing tool. So you need to use the tool to validate your structured data markups. And the third one is using Google's fetch and render tool. So with this one, you can look at your site from Googlebot's point of view. So you can see how crawlers see your site, mm. and you need to be sure that crawlers see your site in the same way that users see your site. Uh, and the last, uh, the fourth test you can do is using uh, Google's PageSpeed Insight tool. But the problem about PageSpeed Insight tool, it's a little bit fluffy. It just gives a magical number yeah. saying, 85, 90. So <laughs> what does that that's mean? Not, yeah, what does that mean? So <laughs> that's why I suggest using different uh, techniques like using Chrome's inspect tool, seeing uh, the DOM content load and the page load and compare that uh, and benchmarking that databases. And also you can use Google Analytics page speed behavioral metrics 
And one of the third party tools I can uh, really recommend is GT metrics because they will show you the waterfalls and everything so you can understand which CSS is critical and stuff. So, I mean, these four tests need to be done in order to make sure that Google can easily find and index your mobile site. You mentioned the uh, the Chrome Inspector. That's the one where you can just, you, if, if you're in Chrome, you can just literally right-click on any part of the web, on the web page, can't you, and select Inspect, and you get a little, normally it opens up at the bottom, doesn't it, with a little like a developer's toolbar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you need to inspect the tool by right-clicking and then selecting the mobile, and then you can go to the network yeah. and see uh, what kind of JavaScript is you, are you loading, what kind of XHR, what kind of images. So I, you need to make sure that the images are optimized and stuff. Yes. So... I mean, the, the thing is like Google is crazy about speed of your site. That's why they are putting a lot of attention to AMP and stuff. So speed is a really important ranking factor, especially for mobile. I like it when we have uh, backward references to things we talked about in previous shows. AMP, yeah, we sp- spoke about that in the last episode, actually. And just to finish off, uh, Morat, tell us, um, give, give us some, if you could sort of sum up maybe four or five top tips or takeaways um, around mobile first indexing, what would they be, Morat? Well, absolutely. So um, the takeaway is that we need to understand that the new mobile first index that Google is proposing is going to change the entire internet because, I mean, it's revolutionary, but that doesn't exactly mean that you have to change your entire SEO strategy. You just need to adapt into this one. So instead of, I mean, how can you do this? By thinking, trying to think like Google. So you need to look at your site from a primary point of view of mobile devices. So mm. you need to understand the mobile perspective uh, when people land on your site. And then we need to make sure that the mobile sites that we have are as informative, uh, user-friendly and structured as our desktop sites. So, I mean, that means make our mobile sites as consistent as the desktop site. And so we just need to prepare a little bit. That's not that as, as I say, like you don't need to change your entire issue strategy. So we shouldn't actually stress about the change here. It's just a little bit of a preparation. And last but not least, uh, focusing on users coming via mobile uh, devices is the only thing we have to do. Then the L's will follow, like uh, rankings. Yeah. Well, Morat, thanks so much for coming on. Um, and just finally, how can our listeners find out uh, more about you, more about um, Global Savings Group? The easiest thing is like you can go to my website, uh, muratyatagan.com, or you can find me on Twitter to ask questions. I really love to get questions from uh, all around the world, from many people, because I like to help people to create the best websites, yeah? And just to clarify, because I'm British and I'm not very good at pronouncing things, well, I am quite good at pronouncing words, but your name isn't like it sounds. It's spelt uh, M-U-R-A-T, that's yeah. Morat, and then um, Yatang is actually spelt uh, Y-A-T-A-G-A-N, isn't it? If people are looking yeah, for you online. In Turkish, we don't say the G in yeah. the name. <laughs> so it's just Yatan, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, well, thank you very much, and thank you for our listeners for listening. Show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. Again, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. Uh, we're always open to questions and suggestions uh, for future topics, so the email is podcast at sitevisibility.com. You can tweet us at sitevisibility. We also have a LinkedIn group, site visibility group on LinkedIn. And I think that's it. So that's all from me, Andy, and it's all from Morat. Yeah, thank you. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.
This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. How are they going to get paid? Feeling emoji shrug about your money situation, but no, you need to get it together. Get Money is a personal finance podcast for anyone who is done with confusing and boring AF financial advice. Does that mean friends just text you questions about money all the time? Just Constantly. for some free advice? All day, every day. What's the most common question you get asked? Does this look infected? Let Get Money podcast help you get your finances together. Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.